Yo, 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 what is up? I am Shiko. I'm Yam. And I'm Gadani. And this is... Oh, okay. Thank you. Hey! Whoa. So what are you going Gadoni? Oh, I gotta get it from the boys to men trauma, yeah. Anyway. Enough old Sado like who, who, baby. I don't know why I'm doing Yeah, when you said R&B, that's the song that came to my mind. <laughs> of all the songs in the it's world. It's an immediate anyway. for me. Yeah. <laughs> Same sis. How y'all doing? How we living? How we feeling? Kadoni, what is up in your world? I just want to take this moment to tell you guys I told you so. No, first story. of all, let's not even start Hold this story on. right no. now. Because this <laughs> be discussed. We had a whole time for episodes upon episodes, okay? I can draw I can pull up the receipts. Where y'all were like, we need a new spin song, people are tired. Hmm? And I said no. Me and my people want to keep this spin song. You said no. Every episode you'll get a new one. And still I fought it because in my heart, okay, my hurt? In my heart. And you. <laughs> Jesus had told me I was onto something. <laughs> now no, this no, week, now you are taking, you are doing too much. What do you mean, Jesus? She brought Jesus. She brought Jesus into Jesus said, "My daughter, okay." <laughs> no. Please, now, no, please. It's my testimony. <laughs> Don't interrupt me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This week, okay, we are just searing, okay, searing, living our lives willy-nilly. Then we see a notification. Elaine wants to send you, Elaine wants to send you a message. What has she done? She has reposted us singing the spin song that you guys wanted to cancel. Ah! Would you have had this moment moment for me? You're welcome. You see, I have a vision. <laughs> and you need to trust my vision. Because <laughs> I'm being spoken to okay. directly by the spirit. Holy. Dun, dun, dun. Do you hear the organ? Dun, dun, dun. Oh, glory. <laughs> Praise dance. Praise dance. Where's my piano guy? Guys, Whoa. can I tell you guys what you do? Oh, <laughs> Don't judge me. me. <laughs> yeah, where's my piano? And when God... Dun, dun, dun. Says, <laughs> keep the spin song. <laughs> Don't doubt him. <laughs> okay, praise him. Yummy, the choir master. Praise him. 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 Praise Spin song. I don't want to be, don't come at me when I tell you guys to do something to the podcast. Don't ask me why. Say how high. If I say jump, say how high. Because <laughs> it's Jesus. She said, she said, don't ask me anything about she the said, podcast. When I yeah. tell you about the podcast, yeah. tell me how high. Yes. She said, I <laughs> am now your favorite dictator. I Whoa. am. She said, Simon says, I am <laughs> Simon, who's Simon? Simon is me, okay? Simon says, <laughs> we need to, I have broken the Simon glass so we have Simon. okay? I have broken it. 
We have the Simon. glass ceiling for Simon. We have John. Yeah, we need to give you something. No, it's just me. Who do I need I thought, to I thought you were Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> she can't be Matthew. She didn't even know you was a disciple. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to know. Simon says it's now with a woman. I've broken the glass ceiling. Thank you. That's all I have for you. Wow. Don't. Yeah. Good. Congratulations. Have the direct line. So, in, if you haven't been keeping up, what Gavani is talking about is you know our spin song, like a record spin. spin it's spin, ours. Spin. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's ours mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've claimed. Mm-hmm. Shut up your face. I have receipts. That's all I wanted anyway, to know. I have receipts. We were talking about it on our Instagram, and I was like, it would be my dream if re- if Elaine reacted to our spin song. And I happened to just put a comment saying, you guys tag Elaine with a tag for a half. What did she do? Put it on her stories. Our life was made. When I tell you that day, I was screaming in my house. I've never been, you could have thought it was literally Beyonce in my life. (laughs) Elaine is my Beyonce, period. (laughs) If I love you. I was It was like my whole childhood. My whole childhood was like, oh my gosh, what is going on? Is this real life? I all of a sudden heard all the all the rhythms in my head. <laughs> all just came out. Hey, they said, I was like, finally we found a love of a lifetime. <laughs> Where? What's the next Me coulda, woulda, woulda, never made it without you. I never made it without you. If I love you. Like I love me, and if I treat you, like yeah, you're too Barbie for this conversation. Oh, She's looking what, at what, us like she what, has what, no what, idea what is what, going what. on. Yam is here, only hey. one thing, Kanye. What do you want to What's the other me? one? Baby, you, baby, you, baby, you make me feel, baby, you, baby, you, don't show my fantasy. Wait, hey, my guy. Wow, wow, we're living our best life. Yeah, I'm about Congrats. to send you an Elaine soundtrack. Yeah, I Lely's. think you just need to, honestly. Do we start a playlist Please. on Spotify? I don't know. My, oh, my God. Honestly, okay, Kiasi Elaine playlist. It's happening. I'm doing Let's it. Go. By the time this episode comes out, yes. it will be there. We're ready. For Love sure. Playlist. For sure. For you guys who are like Nyam, who don't understand the hype. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh but anyway, God. Nyam, how was your week? My week was good. Um, it's been a bit hectic in terms of uh, student support. Assignments are, uh, we're, we're at the end of the semester. So people are finalizing on their assignments. So it's been heavy in that sense. Um, also, I'm one of those fake Kenyans who wait last minute to file their taxes. So um, it's also been a, a hectic spreadsheet time. Um, but other than that, it, it's been What's good. It's been good. Thirtieth, 30th, 30th of June. So yeah, that's what's been happening in my life. Um, uh, yeah, but I'm good. Otherwise, um, I have a big fat scar on my thigh because now with my CrossFit movements, I've introduced um contact. So for like uh snatches and cleans um you have to bring like the bar it it's like has contact on your thigh let me just tell you i look like i was attacked by a monster hey and you know i'm i'm a light skin so 
I have major bruising. Um, actually, anyway, I was like, maybe I'm training to be a kuga in BDSM. Uh, who knows? Maybe oh, there's some um, multiple <laughs> how do uses from contact in CrossFit <laughs> being a kuga. <laughs> <laughs> I've accepted my lot. <laughs> Expect that from me. <laughs> Who the hell are you? <laughs> I think you have too much influence on I'm me. I'm about to be called. I'm about yeah, to be called. I said spoiling your perhaps. Sisters. Please. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think now I'm ready to explore the Kuga BDSM world based on based on my fitness routine. <laughs> Yeah, I'm some bruise. Her whole life has changed. Yeah, she's like, I feel like I have a calling I didn't know about. Um, I feel like I should be, like, I should be. What are they called? Not subs. What's the opposite of a sub? A dom. She's like, I have unlocked a dom style. I'm going. To, I've just ordered my whips on Amazon. You know, I don't know. <laughs> You know what's so wild is I hate it, but I am that person who changes my whole life based on like a moment. You know, um, you know, like that game I have, um, drunk, stoned, or something. I forget what the third one is. So, um, what? they had this is card. Like yeah, drunk. Stoned, yeah, it's a card game. Something. So there's a card of someone who goes to another country to find themselves, and everyone was like, "That's one hundred percent yum." <laughs> Um, um, is that why your name is Eat anyway. Pray? Yeah. <laughs> also, Only she didn't go to Bali, she went to Thailand. Did she go to Thailand? <laughs> it's the same was up. Oh. The same was up. I mean, she, she, yeah. it. she went and dipped into the ocean. She said, I have found myself. <laughs> I saw an elephant. But you can't judge you. Who am I to judge? I watch a Thank show you. and I'm like, hello? <laughs> Thank you. I can't be here to judge. Actually, me, I can. Thank you. Anyhow, I'm basic like that, and it is what it is. My whole life has changed after a scar, and I'm also going to be that person who is like, am I really this person? When you're making a water, <laughs> tell me. I can add up. Young guess is angle, thanks. <laughs> I don't know if I'm strong enough to, to commit. <laughs> Young would never mm. order that stuff on, on Amazon, though. not. How would you Where it can be tracked to me, even. No, because even oh. if it, Never. You've announced it Even a leather that, top, I'm like... Even a leather top, she's like, eh, I can't. She'll send you, Gazani. She'll be like, Gazani, no, I had this thing. You have to buy Okay, send me. me. Send me the list of what you want for your new persona. I'll do it for you. Don't worry. I don't even know. I'm your friend, Plus, Agasha. Agasha. I haven't even worn the one full leather dress I have in my wardrobe. Let's just start there. And when you do, please post that picture. I'm waiting. I'm ready. I'm really waiting. I'm just waiting for the opportunity. There are so many opportunities. Life is the opportunity. Oh. Today never... What was I going to say? Tomorrow is a new day. <laughs> Tomorrow no, is never tomorrow promised. Never comes. <laughs> tomorrow is never promised. <laughs> Not you both of you giving us comes. Mission Impossible names. <laughs> she could say tomorrow never comes. Both of you. Are you Tom Cruise? No, me. I said Tomorrow is never promised. You said mission thing. impossible tomorrow never comes. <laughs> you said oh, mission impossible tomorrow Cruise, is not promised. Speaking of Tom Cruise, I was watching this documentary about uh, Scientology. Bruce, what's his name? Oh, Willis. 
Bruce Willis. The documentary was talking about how um it wasn't actually about him. It was about oh, you know what? It uh, it was um about this guy called Randall. He was he's an ex to one of the reality stars that I watch. You remember Lisa Vanderpump? Yes. This one, I think you know the one you met in the street. So she has her own list. show. Yes, okay. yes. I'm I'm with you. When when she has her own show okay. that um talks about her servers at her restaurant. Mm-hmm. Now, one of those servers, she was actually a host but irrelevant. Um, she was married to this Hollywood producer. And this Hollywood producer is known to film like low budget horror films. Um but he was filming a movie with Bruce Willis, and you know Bruce Willis has that nene. I don't know Dementia. what disease is. Dementia or um, dementia. what's the other one with an A? It's dementia. He has dementia. His is dementia, not okay. So they were talking about Parkinson's. At please immediately okay, stop. Just stop. Pretend like stop. Thank yeah. you. Um, <laughs> he was. Yeah, leave me alone. <laughs> she held it in for five seconds. Then she was like, "Lol." <laughs> she couldn't do it anymore. Um, how this producer was taking advantage of him and um, his disease because he would forget lines and stuff like that. And it was just, it made me so upset anyway. Alzheimer's is what you're looking for. to my TED talk. That one. <laughs> Not Parkinson's, please. Regardless, it sucks. It does. You're right. Okay, so what did that this have to do with Tom Cruise? Because see, Tom Cruise and Bruce Willis are uh, practically, <laughs> I mean, practically the same. <laughs> Have done is really wasted our time. Action, she said. Action movie, old white, same. (laughs) Showing. You're You're right. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That was my story. How's your week, (laughs) Madame Tom Cruise? (laughs) My week was made by Elaine. Other than that, I think I don't really have anything else going on. Um, it's been good. Last week, mom was here. So this week, I've just taken time to like relax and um, just chill and everything. Um, I have visitors coming in. Christian's aunt and uncle are coming to visit this weekend from Michigan. So um, Happy they're going to be here tomorrow. Oh, yeah. That's why they're coming. Fourth of July. It's a long weekend. It's not a long weekend. It's on Tuesday, but you might as well just take Monday off. So they're going to be here till Tuesday. So we'll be going around the city of Atlanta. I'm so sad. Do you um, still remember your burgers from things. last year? Man. My burgers. Oh, yeah. Last year, I threw a 4th of July party. Man. Um, yeah. Threw down on the grill. With those onion ninnies. So what are those things called? Did, did... The, the crispy Amen. onions. The crispy French wow. And your specials was that you make over yeah. there. This could be you, but you're playing. Come to my house. And the truffle chili. <laughs> ah, at least the, the truffle chili Nyam has in her house. Go but she doesn't do. have the secret sauce. Are you going to tell her how to do the secret sauce for your burgers? Make a secret that one you have to go to Atlanta. That one, it was Mother God and you. I'm telling you. I made it. I <laughs> can never recreate things. This is why I write things down. <laughs> 
Okay. Nyambura. So it's ta- <coughs> it's my time. It is my time. Actually, actually. it's time, but Papa, please. It's not about you anymore. <laughs> Like it spin, 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 Wait, may I? No, I like spin, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, I don't need no CD, no MP3. Those are lines. Those bars are fire. Bars on bars. Fire. So fed up with Whoa. technology. Computer loving is not for me. On brand actually because I deleted hey. my Bumble account. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. Why did you delete it? Because have you seen how many people... Let me tell you what happened. We were in Nairobi and then I saw the third person. I knew them. Okay. The sixth person, I knew them. The seventh person was the sixth person's brother. I said, please, Jesus. I can't do this. I can't. No. I'm only putting it back when I come to Atlanta. Travel mode is the only mode I'm a be on that app. Because Nairobi You know mode, too many people in Nairobi That's streets. wild. I'm like, out of 20 people, I know 17. Oh, my God. And there are three that I... <laughs> the other ones I swiped left because what? And then no, it's even that someone I knew from a long time ago swiped on me. And I was just like, ew, not like that, bro. Ugh, ugh, but ugh. you must have swiped anyway. on them to see that they swiped on you, no? No, because sometimes they show you, what is it that they show you? I don't know what it is. I think when you're I was threatening to leave, <laughs> you know, like this person. As, yeah, you know when you're told you are missing. Oh, First you know of what all, it is? It's had such thing. a good match when she was in Atlanta. It's that thing Remember? for when you swipe left, Fake. left, right, whatever it is. When you swipe, they tell you you missed a match. You know that thing where, like, if someone had matched with you, oh, and right. Chico, you are not in this place. I actually don't. Anyway, so what happens is you swipe, but then if you get to someone who you swipe no on and they swiped yes on you, it tells you you missed a match. That's what happened. That's how I found out. I said, brother. I don't know why we are pretending like she could doesn't you know right when she was swiping for me. When she was unswiping. <laughs> she could just take my phone and she would match with every Asian American on the app. By the way, she's like, just oh, he's in finance. <laughs> this chick she is said wild. Yes. No, but let me tell you, Asians are so attractive. Like those Koreans, like B2S. Girl, B2S. Let me you tell you. You are right. What are they called? <laughs> Not B2S. I know who you are talking about. <laughs> but I don't to pretend to know that. B- but you're right. What are those boys I'm called? Even, I'm even on. BTS. BTS. <laughs> they, they just, like, Koreans have this swag. Let me tell you. Korean and them on TikTok, when they do that thing for. Let me tell you my favorite thing to watch on TikTok. When these Korean boys, okay, men's. Are like just there in their glasses and then they do do red light and then just muscles. Oh my god. <laughs> Guys, okay. I'm about to even even on the Indians. Because you remember I was swiping on Indians and Yam was like, I don't want an yeah. Indian. Yeah, the babies but would have been cute. Indians are so attractive too. And even those men on TikTok, you know the ones who same thing with you. No light. They're like in a suit or whatever. Yeah. This is how I look going to IT or whatever. I don't know why I said IT. That's very... <laughs> wow, what a racist bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this chick said all the Asians are in IT. 
No, but I get it, Chico. Those ones who are like me during the day and then they Please, do a guys. switch and you're just seeing tattoos like this. Tattoos, oh, head to toe. Oh, yeah, they have you're the like, neck tattoo. Wow. You're just like, Sidri, lawyer going to court. They do, hua. Hey, Jesus. Guys, I'm about to be an exchange student and I'm not in school. Do you understand? What's that thing when you go and become a nanny in another country? What's the word? Uh, oh, an au pair. Mimi huyo. A parent, I Listen. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I have bought a ticket to... Hey, don't joke with me. Those men, praise anyway, the Lord. We have and really digressed. Back to the wheel. Access. We have gotten access. Anyway, what did we land on? Back to the wheel. Anyway, we landed on, on repeat. So, what are y'all listening to? I don't want to see the no MP3. I'm listening to this man on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine. You're so wild. That's a good question. What have I been listening to this week? Actually, what have I been listening to? I think I've fallen in love with Asha again. Nyam likes to. Oh, you caught up. But not the new. Hey, so corrupt. Oh, got me feeling corrupt. I don't know what it is. And then the other day, yesterday, two days ago, I rediscovered Janet Jackson. Let me tell you, all music is just so fire. Anyway. I want to quote, do I quote you, Nyam? Nyam says she thanks God for happies because there's something that Asha in that season did with his music that was magical. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> did she thank God for what? Harpies. Harps. Do you remember when it was headlines? Oh, wow. <laughs> Not harps. <laughs> harps. <laughs> Remember that time it was just headlines and whatever. But that's when he did songs like, so the song is Good Kisser. Okay? Do, 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 do. So every time, Nyam is just like, hey, Man, Good Kisser is a jam. Thank God for happiness. Let me tell you. Oh my God. So, um, on repeat is Happy's Asha and Janet Jackson. Specifically. <laughs> Love that. At the time. In the nice. moment. Thank you. Because you, I mean, Nyambura, what are you listening to? What are your confessions this week? So, um, this week, I, I mean, you know, I have my standard when I'm driving to work, uh, gospel inspiration music. Um, so the difference this time is that, um, we visited, um, our little brother, Kevin, the other day and he was playing some really nice music in the house um and so he shared with me one of his daily mixes so uh it's been introducing me to a lot more like afrobeatsish gospel inspiration type music um so i mean i already listened to like called out music but they just have like a bit more variety so that's been interesting to listen to but um in preparation for blankets i've also been listening to a playlist that someone put on um on spotify mm-hmm. yeah so who's, I've been listening who's going to, to be like, at blankets can- this, year, this time um, maya amolo nameless odrong Nameless. Nameless. Yeah, so you can bet our brother will be there in the front with his durag Cal- on and his sunglasses. You yes. have to take a picture. I have to. I'm so excited. Calligraph Jones. He has to be there. Um, um, ben Sol. So um, I'm just hyping myself for 
I'm be- I've, I've been hyping myself for for the drums for the music. I'm really excited. Uh, oh, the mushrooms so also. Oh, woman, you're so beautiful. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I sh- <laughs> gonna be so leery. I'm just praying that Nameless brings all the people he has ever even done a remix or featuring <laughs> because the leeriness on the. Oh, am I ready? Anyway, it's gonna be good. Sidri, if I'm calling you know in sick that day after. Together. We should put together a um, gospel, like morning praise mix, because I've also been discovering a lot of like American artists whose style is like more, because you know I'm into the like the R and B stuff, um, but like when you were talking about the Afro beats, like Christian gospel stuff, like there's very cool like R and B type um, gospel music that I've been listening to. It comes on my like Spotify every so often. We should do a, a kumba, a kombi. Me, I'll add hip hop. Yeah, I love Spotify. it. I also listen hip hop Christian music because there's some like this trappy type. Really, though? You know, this fast trap. Me, let me tell you, I'll send you a song. Munanyangalianga, if you think I don't know. When it comes to Jesus, I can hip hop. It's the one of the world I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, so I, I totally <laughs> listen to like RB and hip hop. Gospel, but now Nimeona Gazani has has that covered. She said, I can hip hop for Jesus. Oh, it's the hip, the hop, the hop, the hip. Don't play with me because Gazani is not a hip hop head. But if you know the hip hop for Jesus, we love it. Mm. Super. So, me, I've been listening to a lot of country music. I don't know what it is about when the sun comes out. And I have those shorts on. I just feel like I need to be frolicking in a farm, listening to country music in my blue truck. Like, that's just my vibe right now. And I've been listening to a lot of... Straw in your nini. Will you put the straw? Straw in my mouth is too far. Oh, that's okay. white people behavior. Yeah. I don't put shit on the floor in my mouth, please. Just checking. <laughs> Technically, it's also African behavior because me, I've had and I have shoes on. But Nyam, you're also the person who stays with a toothpick for three years, so you can't judge. (laughs) She's the one for putting toothpicks in her mouth. She's that babe for if she starts with that toothpick at 10 a.m. at 8 p.m. when you meet her, it will just be on the heather. (laughs) Just stocking (laughs) with it doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Say it ain't so. you have decided Please, I can call a witness. my reputation. You help me to die, la mom. You help me to call mom. I can call mom yeah, now. I, swear, mom I have a witness. So Please. Yeah, this one. Mom doesn't like toothpicks in your mouth. Yeah, this one, I know at least I have a witness. And this one, the witness can't be in it. I'll call mom. Maybe say again, I'm lying. I'll tell on you. Mom identifies toothpicks in your mouth as the same kind of guys who have, you know, a long, a long um, pinky nail. Oh, those uncles who do that tickling nail. thing in the middle of your palm. Yuck. Yuck. She identifies them as the same person. Because they are. Anyway, Morgan Wallen is who I've been listening to. He's so good. He's very country. Um, actually, my sisters don't understand why I like country music, but it, it goes down. It goes down. There's this song called Chasing You. He's like, chasing you. 
like a shot of whiskey burning going down burning the going down it's my shit jesus where did the accent come from okay. betty lou well is that done. you I remember i am frolicking in the leaves hey berry lou we've had you don't worry that's where the accent came from well, i'm <laughs> so glad you said mary Betty Jane. lou wow <laughs> When mom came, when mom came, one of the tree <laughs> stop. <laughs> what? Wow. When mom came, one of the trips, we took her to this old, it's not old, but yeah, it is. It's a small country town, um, but it's also really popular because they have like a bunch of vineyards up there. And there was this guy playing, um, Take me home. In it Take me home. Country, Country road, road. To the place. That's the yeah, Kikuyu yeah. anthem. That one is technically a Kikuyu I song. <laughs> yeah. That one and you better yeah, that's do definitely a, a, That's a Kikuyu that's, song. Those are Kikuyu songs. Those are anthems. One is the anthem. No the other one is the loyalty them. pledge. Okay? That's what those two are. No <laughs> one, you never count your money. Listen. There'll be time enough for counting when the deal is done. Hey, when, oh, that should be that's like you know, like if Mau Mau, if there's ever a fight, listen, if there's ever a fight now in order to prove, like, you know, how there's a password, <laughs> that would be the password. I'm like, if there was a fight, if you want to prove, it should be like. The person what? behind the door would be like, you better know when to hold her. If you don't know the rest, you're not going into the club. You know, that's what it is. <laughs> when if to you don't fold. know that song, you're not Kikuyu. Yeah. Ash, don't try and correct. You are trying to correct me on relics. You. On relics. Us guys don't know lyrics. Don't the joke. three of us, we can just say. We don't know. Fake. We create. So, this episode is going to be talking uh, about fitness, body image, and all that jazz. So I um, figured it was time to give you a little trigger warning before we go into it. Um, remember, we are not professionals. We are not doctors. We are not um, coaches. I, we do not have certifications in anything sports med related. We're just giving you our advice and our stories based on personal experience. So take everything with a grain. Thank a grain you. of what? <laughs> a grain. It could be rice, it could be salt. Up to you. You are Even not Andengu. character. <laughs> Even Andengu. Oh, Andengu is a pulse. Let's get into it. A what? Huh? What is a pulse? <laughs> let's let's go to the episode. Let's go into the episode. <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode. Today we are going to be discussing the sometimes touchy topic that is body positive, body image and fitness. We're going to talk about our journeys, um, what we think about ourselves maybe, um, what has informed those decisions or those feelings and all of that fun stuff. So my first question to y'all today is... Um, how do you define a healthy relationship with body image? Like, what does that mean to you? What does a healthy body image, like, if you're told, describe a healthy body image, what does that look like to you? 
not healthy necessarily <laughs> with science. <laughs> you are like, it is when you are a top heavy, you know, not like that. It doesn't have to be that. <laughs> like, well, here, here's what I'm going to say for, personally for myself. Um, mm-hmm. What I feel like a healthy body image is, is when I'm not overly um, thinking about my body. You know what I mean? Like I'm just living life and existing and going through the day without that being a primary focus or um being a thing like I'm not thinking about how my clothes fit I'm not thinking about how other people are looking at me that's when I feel like okay regardless of what my size is at that point I'm feeling like I figured it out with that body image thing and I felt that feeling at different stages of my body whether it be bigger or smaller because obviously our weight fluctuates Uh, maybe later on in the episode we'll talk about like our history of that but um yeah that's what it is for me yeah I think for me it's um when you have a positive outlook on what your body is doing for you um so not just how it looks but I think for me like body a healthy body image is also like my body being able to do the things that I need it to do. And maybe I'm just talking because I'm like, my knees fail me sometimes, or, you know, like I used to have lower back problems. <laughs> so like my body image is also affected by aches and pains, not just like the, um, wh- whether it's like, I feel like I'm bigger or smaller or clothes fitting or whatever. I think my body being able to, sustain all the things it needs to sustain for me to be able to have a functioning life uh, without me feeling like I'm struggling, whether that's breathing or like climbing stairs um, or standing for long periods of time, which was the case like when I was doing the baking. Um, For me, a, a positive or healthy body image is being positive Ooh, that kitchen life in those things yeah hey kitchen life can nini kitchen can, life is can, hard y'all kitchen life is hard that's standing yeah. for eight plus hours mm-hmm. hey because is like never lived that life could not be me. princess <laughs> hashtag yeah yeah how about for you gathani um i think i'm a bit like shiko where for me it's it's not it's the moment where i'm not thinking about what i'm wearing or how it fits um it's the moment actually for me it's the moment that i stopped caring what people thought about how i looked um that for me is the moment i realized so for me it's not necessarily how i look it's how i think or feel um mental. is what determines yeah it's more mental than it's physical um what my healthy body image looks like because the second head i have decided it's the thing even though you don't agree with what i look like and it might not work for you if i'm okay with myself at that point in time then it doesn't actually matter yeah yeah Yeah. and to be honest you've you've really you've really i think gadani's body image of herself and her positivity has also really inspired me like to just in in the sense that she really does not care what anyone thinks um and there's such a freedom to that so i think that's also something i've only come into later in life but 
for sure Gadani has been my guide along the path you know and let's that's a good segue into like another question like what has your history with how you view your body image been like since you were younger growing into like now who we are at the ages that we are Gadani you can star us off gang um for me it hasn't been a I remember the day I discovered I was fat because we were like at um I think our cousin's <laughs> house. <laughs> it sounds so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> Only your sister can laugh at you. <laughs> no, but it's hilarious because you know the thing is you don't know that you're fat and then it's someone who it's always someone who makes I'm you realize sorry. that you're fat. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> I swear, it's not that was that was <laughs> It was just the way that statement was said, but Agnam is right. Only a sister. Only a sister can laugh at you. Uh-huh. But yeah, I remember the way I discovered I was fat. So we'd gone to someone's house. You know how when we were kids, you just end up, you have close enough friends or relatives whose house you just end up sleeping at, and they have clothes that you know would fit in. And then in in that house that day, there were specific clothes I was told not to wear because I might stretch them out. Now, if I show you a picture wow. of that time at that time, <laughs> you can wait yeah. to show you a Sorry, Gadani, we're not laughing at you and we love you. At you? It's the audacity for they people say, to be like, I know, like, no. You have to no, say but like fuck. People are. No, but she wasn't saying I it from like a bad place. It was that thing. No, of, but like, what the fuck, though? It's true, but like for me, it was just like, oh wait, that means I can't just select. So I became more conscious about what, like, I wear, I guess. Yeah. At that point in time, and How now it became you? more of a thing. Probably like ten or eleven, I think it was about that time. Okay. Um, well. so then it became a thing of like, if you hear squeaking, Oscar's decided to take his ball. I apologize in advance. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so. Um, uh, it was from that time where I had to start thinking about should I cover my arms or um, is my stomach big or how tight are the jeans or you know like that became a conscious thought I had to go through and then like now at that point in time I was still wearing some of Nyam's clothes but it became a thing of if I'm stretching this person's clothes then I have to be conscious about the clothes I'm taking from Nyam that might stretch out because then I don't want it to be a thing that she's also having to think about or stuff like that. Um, and throughout my life, I've always been the heavier, quote unquote, of like the three of us, which, you know, aunties being in there. Oh, why are you doing this? Why aren't you eating? Why are you doing this? So even like when I was doing basketball and I'd work out, what, six days a week, wild, like working out, I'd still be the heaviest. Like there was never a time where I wasn't the heaviest. Oscar. But then I got like, was he? Okay, you st- you have to stop. Your tata said stop, okay? But yeah, so it became a thing of... <laughs> now, he actually stopped. He's going to drink water. Um, But it became a thing of... Uh, <laughs> now, the conscious... Like, the thought came into my mind. So even now, when it came to clothes and things like that, my idea wasn't buying clothes because they looked nice, so I felt good in them. It's how much could they cover? Because then also by the time I get boobs and everything and they're bigger, so then you go somewhere one day and it's just like, you go to church one day and I'm like spaghetti strap, it's like, 
you are going to cause the boys to sin because your boobs are out. It's not that they're actually out, it's just this cleavage. So now it becomes a conscious thing of where am I going? Boobs are a thing, or your arms are showing, mm, arms are bad, you know, that kind of thing. This other person's like your stomach ill, so you become like conscious about it. So I think that happened for a long time. And I think it took till I was probably in my 30s for me to actually get to a place where in spite of my fatness, <laughs> in spite of the fact that I was big, and that's probably the biggest I had ever been in my life, it's almost like a switch happened in my brain where it was just like, I think I saw something on Instagram that was like, the body you are in now is the same body no matter what size it's in. So just because you've lost weight doesn't change the body you're in. It's the exact same one in a different shape, size or whatever. And it's that realization of being skinny doesn't make it better. Like the, you still have, it's, I don't say body dysmorphia because I feel like that's more of a bigger deal. But like a clinical term also. Yeah, so it's not to that extent where it needs to be like talked about with like medical and all of that. But the image I had in my head had to change. I had to be okay with who I was in that size because if I wasn't okay with who I was in that size, becoming smaller would not have made it better. You know, Mm. like... I'd still have been upset at something. If it was my arms when they were big, then it would have been they're too small or they're too muscular or they're too... Like, the problem becomes different, but the same arms. So it's a lot of mental work I had to go through. It's just like, I'm okay. I look good. I might not be okay with how I look necessarily, but it's fine. Like, this is who I am and it's who I am and I will live and thrive in this space. I can't be waiting to get to a goal or something in order to thrive. So it's not like when I become skinny, I will wear the dress. It's just like buy the dress if it comes in your size and thrive in that dress. If you want to wear a crop top, wear the crop top because you'll still need to learn the confidence of wearing a crop top, whether you're skinny or not. So like wear the The psychological aspect of it. Exactly. Doesn't change with the size of your body. So I had to do a lot of brain work and being like, it's okay, you're fine. And fighting through the stairs. And if someone stares at you because you're in shorts, being able to come home and sit down and be like, what exactly about it is it that made you feel some type of way? And being able to work through that. So the next time someone stares, it's just like, it's hot. You know, being able to tell people who are like, oh my God, you're so brave wearing a crop top. It's like, no, I'm not. It's cute. It's not bravery. It's just fashion, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, period. Know. It's not bravery. Yeah. It's just fashion. It's fashion. <laughs> yeah, because wow. people make it seem like when plus size people do something, it's like, oh my God. I'm like, brave is someone who like went to war. Okay. Brave is not wearing a mini skirt when I have thick thighs. <laughs> like, seriously, it's what is this concept the world has? So yeah, mine was a lot of mental work. <laughs> yeah. Yam, how about you? Um, I think I've always been really small. Um, and I think I had mentioned this in one of the previous episodes in terms of always being told I was so skinny. So for a long time, I actually thought I was too small. And I thought it was odd because I was, I'm also, I think, probably the one who eats 
the most of the three of us maybe um at least maybe when when you we were young generally <laughs> <laughs> my portions are generally the larger ones i'm the one who eat food that you know without thinking about what the repercussions are but it always blew me i mean it it blew my mind that i was not changing like i was no matter what i did i was just that same size um and i had mentioned how before when i would say that people would be like oh you're being ungrateful you know me i would kill for your figure or yeah you don't know how the rest of us are trying to have a flat stomach or you know but yeah i still always wanted to be just a little bigger um and of course i had i was skinny with a big bum um so for a long time even i didn't see that as a good thing um i always wanted to have a calfish and then i think even for me like about the time i turned 30 there about is when i started to get what i guess you would call the womanly body i don't know you know like my hips filled out a little more um that's such an anti thing to say <laughs> yeah i know i was like actually yeah. <laughs> what the aunties would say now you have become a woman now your body is looking not like a girl you know like whatever that means also poo absolute word anyway um the <laughs> the the body started to change and i guess it's those things that you hear i don't know i think it might be folk tale but you know that your body starts to retain food in a different way or that kind of thing um yeah and then also in the pandemic i grew some boobs yeah so i think because i had always wanted to be bigger i was really thriving in in that in, in i've really thrived in my 30s but i also still felt like i was very i think relating my my fashion to my body i had like a weird time over there just like trying to figure out how to dress it what i like what i don't like but i don't know that that's really pertaining purely to body um and yeah and so now i'm in the body i'm in um i work out uh i feel like it's healthy like i said for me a healthy body is the one that can allow me to live my life fully so regardless of how it looks now i'm okay if i gain a little more i'm okay when i lose some more i think um we're coming close it's my birthday month and my last birthday i was looking at pictures and i was like god i was so small Ooh. I was so small yeah, and at that time I didn't have yeah I didn't have an idea of, of how small I was then but um yeah I guess that's been my journey so far and I've and in terms of fitness um it's like I played basketball and sports all of primary school and high school um I think in uni is when I was my unfittest on honestly I don't think I did anything the whole time I was at Desta quite frankly. <laughs> and then yeah, then um in Kampala I used to Other run. than hiking at the river. Yeah, I mean, I guess walking from one Running side from the hyenas was the workout. <laughs> no, yeah, so Oh my god. <laughs> so random. Anyway, yeah, but um I think I've always been active after that. Like I ran, I was in a running group um went to the gym there's a time i was doing spin 
um, at home workouts. Yeah. So there's always been some kind of fitness in my routine. Hey, remember there was a time you remember of when Zumba you were doing 5am classes yeah and i used to wake up gosh oh. let me tell you i've uh, yeah i've lived lives oh yeah anyway i don't work out at 5am <laughs> anymore but yeah i've always had Praise some the Lord for saving you fitness hallelujah amen and you shiko <laughs> me shiko um me, my journey is a little bit more similar to Nyam's, where I was always very small, um, but I was also very active. Corona, please stop that chorus. I don't like it. I don't like it. Sit down. Sit down. Good girl. <sighs> anyway, um, yeah, I was always very active. I played a lot of sports growing up, um, and my eating habits were always very weird, like... I never was, it's so funny because now I'm a chef, but I never, I never really liked um, eating food. So I felt like it was a waste of my time to like sit down and have a meal. You know what I mean? I get that 100%. Yeah. So I would like be, I remember like mom would sit down with me and try and make me eat. Even the house help we used to have like as as soon as I come home from um, school, she's sitting me down and being like, Akishiko, just eat, Akishiko, just eat. But I want to ride my bike. I want to do this. Like I was that active child who always wanted to do something else but eat. Um, and then I think in my teenage years or like maybe like pre-teens, I'd say more than teenage, um, I started watching all these TV shows. You know, I grew up in the age of America's Next Top Model and mm. like Tyra, Oprah's show, where all these eating disorders became such a big conversation of topic. You're being exposed to this very skinny, like Victoria's Secret model type body mm. because those are the shows that are going around like when um even the Kardashians and everything. So mm. I think subconsciously I developed like those bad my bad eating patterns became even worse you know mm-hmm. um and i've always also like just liked healthy food like my veggies if you ask mom like mom will always say like i wasn't the biggest fan of meats and everything i would just eat fruits mm-hmm. and veggies and everything so already just being someone who liked that kind of stuff and then like suppressing your hunger cues or whatever it was um yeah. my preteens were a little iffy with my eating um but through high school and everything I was okay like I just remember my old habits small meals whatever it is like I love food I really truly love food but appetizers like even up till now are my favorite thing I'd rather order like five appetizers and just mm. try one two three four bites and be done mm. then have like one big meal of yeah. something you know what i mean yeah so um i think during quarantine um or after college was like my most unhealthy time um i think we were drinking a lot and we had just started our careers and we were making a little more money. So we were like just eating out and like drinking and then COVID happens and you're indoors and yeah, we've always still like worked out, but Mm. our 
lifestyle was catching up a little more you know what i mean so i gained yeah. a lot of weight during that time um and now like i've been in a place of just like so like discipline when it comes to um working out rather than just going when i want and i think it's the mm. same with you guys too like the discipline mm. of these particular days or whatever it is and i've started to notice my body has shrunk like a lot and yeah. i'm okay with my eating habits or whatever it is like i'm still eating i'm whatever but like i've become so much smaller but i feel like that's my natural body almost mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. um but even during that covid time where i was still working out and everything i think mentally how i viewed my body was still very positive even now look even yeah. though now when i look back i'm like uh-uh those were not healthy patterns you know what i mean mm -hmm. of how you are living and what you are mm -hmm. consuming so yeah that that's where that's i'm cool. at just do on fitness me I, i don't know how i'm this person because I hated the gym, okay? I was scared of the gym. Gym people were scary, mean people. And now I'm a gym person. You're a gym, bro. The concept of it. Gym was so, so when did you, like, start you know, working out, Gazani? In 2019. So I'd done high school things. Um, I'd done a lot of, like, basketball through high school. Um, when I finished through college, I used to walk a lot because, like, I had to get from the airport to the office to school so i was doing a lot of walking so not necessarily working out i did a bit of those you know how we used to hype each other up with shanti Sijui zumba hey, Sijui, you know like just snippets of those things hey shanti uh, was the what's, man. What's, what's the other hip-hop um, something hip-hop 20 was it called hip-hop 20 hip-hop abs hip-hop abs no it was a hip-hop thing he yeah. had then he had abs. the what's the one the insanity dvds yeah then there was zumba when we used to know everything what was his name he used to say when we used to zumba, do zumba okay, almost okay, like okay, uh, uh, yeah uh, uh. <laughs> exactly so we had our zumba phase but i don't know that fitness was really a thing and then like shiko i went through a phase of my life where i used to just eat out okay i ate out every day for like three years so it had reached a point where it was wild and so I moved to, as you guys were talking about stairs, I moved in 2019 to a new house and I was on fourth floor. And so there's a day my friend came to visit me and I squatted her to like the road, cool, cool, cool. And when I was walking back, I was, you know, when your lungs feel pain from trying to breathe, I was like <laughs> struggling. Your don't work like they used to before. <laughs> yeah, my, it was yeah. my lungs didn't work like they used to. I was my chest was burning <laughs> i said where did i become this babe i was so upset at They'll my inability like, to keep us to keep loving you till we're 17. <laughs> it's 70. see this day <laughs> we were already 17. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I did still be a 17. No. I don't care. I've remixed the lyrics. <laughs> I want your lungs to live until they are seven, seven zero. It is you said, said 17. You said 17. I said 17. Oh, we had 17. We I've really 17. judged you. So, um, um, I downloaded an app called something 30. I don't even know what the app is called. Anyway, it just gives you workouts 
and I started with just doing like five squats and I couldn't hold a five minute plank and I just was dying and that's how I started just slowly in the house and I did that wait you can hold a five minute plank (laughs) oh I meant five seconds my bad but I can hold a five minute plank now you can this episode wait Lies. Yeah, let me, you have to do five minute plank. I need it. Lies. Anyway, I struggle even with a one minute. It's just like here shaking like it's the end of the world. At least two. Yeah, okay. So I, five seconds is what I meant. I was starting with a five second plank and I was dying. Mm-hmm. And five squats would have me here mine. And then I just grew from that. And then now, by the time now, pandemic hit. I entered Chloe Ting. Eh, that's my show. Chloe Ting, Heather Robertson. Now. Challenges. We really used to do those challenges. What do you mean? I did them. Sure one challenge. <laughs> I did all the challenges. Guys, I was doing them. Remember, Why we used to have to check in lying. and send pictures. Hey, <laughs> you always lying. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway so i did that heather robertson those things and then um a friend of ours introduced us to the characters that are our coaches now and i think it helped that they were normal people um there was no expectation on your gym because in my head, I always felt like gym people are judgy. You had to, I felt like you needed to lose weight to enter the gym. I didn't feel like fat people should be in the gym. I know gyms are meant for fat people, but I felt like you need to fix yourself and reach a level of fitness in order to be worthy of a gym. And these people made it feel like it was okay. You know, like Jesus, come as you are. Hallelujah. Growly. Anyway, so they made it feel like come as you are, it was okay. We'll figure it out as you grow or whatever it is. And that is how I've ended up being the year four. How long now? A year and well, it's just over About a year. year and I guess a half like six now. months, yeah. So yeah. That you do what? And CrossFit? CrossFit weightlifting. I'm a weightlifter nowadays. Don't joke with me. Yeah, don't play with him. Don't play with him, don't play with him. Don't play with him. Is that a hip hop song? Yeah, give me a yes. So good. No, no, please. <laughs> Chico and you. Excuse me, guys, guys, guys. We are talking about Chico's fitness okay. journey. My fitness journey was um, I would also do those like during quarantine, we were all forced to figure out what to do at home. So that's how all of us were doing Chloe Ting, um, just random YouTube videos. I started like I was doing a lot of um, skipping jump rope because um, that's one equip- piece of equipment we all have at home and you can do it practically anywhere. Um, and I found this. I think they're called jump rope, jump rope dudes or jump dudes on or something like that on YouTube. Hey, hey, they will, they will. When Gadoni was here, we did one together. I think we even have a video of it, Gadoni. We, we have a video of us little suffering. Guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> even the flash we were suffering. Um, yeah. So, um, I started there, and then um, about a year ago, 
almost a year ago, um, I started F45, um, which has, I think, changed my life. Um, it's a kind, it's a circuit workout. Um, it stands for for at fortified functional forty five, <laughs> um, and it's like every day is different. You come in and they'll tell you what it is that you're doing on the boards. When I was in Nairobi, I went for a class with Nyam because they have an F forty five gym in Nairobi in Lavington. Yeah, hey, you died. <laughs> hey. I died. It's and you know it's only. I mean, it the forty five is for time, so it's forty five minutes. The whole workout lasts yeah. just forty five minutes, but it is a death in forty five minutes. Exactly. Yeah. But I kind of like it because you have to book the classes, so I know um I have to go for this particular time um or I'll get charged. So it makes me like disciplined because I'll book. I'll, I'll save my classes at the beginning of the week um, and book them for the whole week. So I'm like disciplined. These are the days that I'm going. These when you say get charged, you'll be charged extra. Yeah. Like, like because you're taking a spot of someone. Yeah. Because there's only so many Excellent. people that can be that can be in the gym at a particular time. And once it's sold out, it's sold out. So especially because me, I work out on prime time hours um for 35 um those classes fill up pm where? Oh, where i thought just checking shori i am not there yet that is not my portion <laughs> that is not my testimony Amen. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> we give that one to nyam yeah in the past she can't do it anymore in the past yeah so um yeah so they'll charge you if you're a no show or you a late cancellation which is less than 24 hours um so yeah i've been doing that and they'll have like certain challenges at certain times of the year and you'll be like put in teams so there's a lot of that community aspect that i appreciate too because um atlanta is kind of like one of those places where everyone is from everywhere so it's nice to find, like, it's nice to meet people. You all have that similarity where you don't necessarily have your families here, but it gives you that sense of community, which is always nice. Yeah. And cool. We're talking about fitness. I think I kind of covered it when I was talking about my body image, but yeah, like I played sports in, in high school or rather, I played basketball in high school. In uni, I did absolutely Let nothing. Let them know you were captain. Yes, Please. I was the basketball Stop captain of my high school team. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Address me accordingly. Um, and then, wow. yeah, in uni, I basically did nothing. I think maybe other than like walking to fun plans. I don't know. No, really, I didn't do any workouts. I don't, not that I remember. Um after that you walked oh, to the party i walked to the party uh, actually i walked to work that's that was my workout because remember i used to work on modidi road in westlands and i lived in gumo so i would go into town and then walk from town to westlands and walk back because also my salary was of that type you know Up the, those hills. No, yeah 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 and that time museum hill was a real museum hill hill 
Um, so yeah, so I, I worked a lot in that time. <laughs> yeah, I worked a lot in that time. Um, when I moved to Kampala, I did a lot of like random things first. Um, but then I was part of a running group. We used to run the hills on Tuesday, Thursday. And actually, now that I think about it, that's probably where I shredded my knees entirely on the roads of Kampala. Um, <laughs> oh, look at the hills. Wow. We used to run on Tuesday, Thursday, and uh, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. The Tuesday run used to be about uh, four kilometers, the Thursday one was like seven kilometers. I was a real runner. Um, and then I transitioned. <laughs> uh, I did like Zumba classes. Um, yeah. And then, and I think at, at the point, the last place where I lived, we used to have a Kajim there. A real Kenyaji one. You know where like even the weights are like one side is cement that was put in like a bucket and the other side is a different size bucket. It was real, real Kenyaji. Um, but there was a like boxer type guy who used to come and wow, what a throwback. Um, yeah, but I used to, I used to do that or insanity or those kinds of things. And then when I moved back, um, I don't think I did anything other than home workouts for a while. And then now I joined the gym at, um, near my office at the time at Methodist worked out there for a bit and then i used to mix that up with spin um and then in the pandemic of course home workouts cloating and other randoms um i did a bit of walking as well yeah so but then i really joined the gym now same time as gadoni about a year and a half ago and i absolutely love it um i was going just so that i can tire myself out enough to sleep so that was my main goal, but seeing myself become stronger, fitter, like the things I'm able to do, like I've always hated burpees and even now I hate them, but I can do more than 10, you know? <laughs> um, so seeing, seeing what my body can do has been really exciting. And then I also really love the community. I think it's, yeah, I've never had that before in terms of fitness. Um, like the fact that I would spend a Saturday going to hang out with gym people at like a competition is not anything that I ever thought I would do. So, but I think the community also makes it like an exciting thing for me. I've, I've found, actually I found like friendships there that I've had some other friendships for many years that maybe are not as close like i would show up for some people i know from the gym before i show up you know i don't know it's weird maybe it's because we die together in in yeah you know but um yeah that's been my fitness really. there is great strength in suffering <laughs> yeah i mean it's like after you have seen my butt sweat and my nini back you know like just smelt me at my worst you've seen me wigless <laughs> Right? That part. Wigless. <laughs> 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 what are we going Fact. to do? It's you, what my sisters, my and my husband. That's it. 
So we have to get you yeah. to that level of friendship. So now, because yeah. Yam has touched on it a bit, um, do you feel like mental health or like, yeah, mental health plays an a role in your body image and fitness? And do you feel like the three of them intersect anywhere? Like your body image, fitness, and like your mental health. Do you feel like there's a place where they come together as one? Come together as That's one. That's a great question. Ooh. I feel like, yes, there definitely is for me. Because when I'm feeling low, um, I tend to not want to do anything. And when I'm... That means not going to the gym. However... At the same time, that's the one way that I know I'm in a low. <laughs> you know what I mean? As, mm. Because going to the gym makes me so happy. And like it really is a part of my life that just those endorphins after the gym, you know that like you're just so happy. Um, when I'm avoiding a place that brings me joy, I know that I need to work on something internally. Mm. That makes sense. So oh, I think that's, that's kind of how it intersects for me. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I think mine is kind of opposite because um, when I'm really stressed out is when I never miss the gym. Because I feel like if I don't go to the gym, I don't sleep. I get, I like, I'm awake all night thinking or, you know, I really get super anxious. And mostly at night is when I feel like it, like I get insomnia. So if I'm having a hard week, I'm going to work extra hard to carve out time to go to the gym because I feel like it helps me steady myself. And part of it is the endorphins, but it's also like to be able to sleep. But I think also because I'm, a bit competitive in nature, like pushing myself to do something that I didn't think I could do. Like when I conquer that, it makes me feel like actually I'll be okay or the week will go okay. So if like something's falling apart work-wise or I'm just feeling a bit low, I'm like, okay, but I managed my workout. I did this deadlift. I had a max rep, you know. So then it gives... I don't know, it just boosts for me that I can do the thing. Even if I can't do these other things that are out of control, at least I was able to do this number of calories on the bike and I sorted that out, you know. Um, so for me, I find that when I'm in a low space uh, or even like it's a difficult season or even if I have to be there for someone who's going through something difficult, I'm like, I can't pour from myself without without going to the gym. And I've had like a few embarrassing, I mean, at the time I thought they were embarrassing, but you know, like when you're in such a state that you're even crying, like at the gym, like so overwhelmed. At the gym. <laughs> yeah, at the hey, gym. we've all been then there. After that, all of us. <laughs> yeah, you know, because it's like, it's the weight of everything happening outside of the gym. And then now being there in the moment and just being like, what's yeah so but i i find that it's super helpful for me in terms of the fitness i don't know so much that it intersects as much with like body image necessarily but that's the correlation i see for me mm. for me with like mental health it's that thing where i feel like it really helps me with 
it's one of those things where if I'm not at the gym for a certain period of time and I've been going through a shitty period, the shitty period becomes shittier. It's like it gives me a release in some way. But also, it's that release for... I have really cried in the gym a lot. I'm sure like my coach would just... That times it's just like, it's okay, go work it out. Come back. Or do you need a moment? Or let me adjust the workout. You know what I mean? Because sometimes I'm just like, I can't breathe. But also, this is where my air is. So I have to do the thing. <laughs> Even though, like, I can't breathe. So I feel like in that sense, it's helped with the mental health. But when I feel like it intersects with body image for me is... Um, in the opposite direction. So, you know, a lot of people, when you're, you feel like you need body positivity or you need to have the mental health space when you're getting fat into loving your fat self, I feel like the gym has made me feel like I need to learn how to love my small self. So I feel like for me, the lot, the mental intersection has been um, doing the work to love myself at a healthier place, like the fitter, chiseled shoulders, starting to feel muscle come in. That space feels like um, more where I need to do the work because I know how to love me fat. I don't know that, or um, I've been working through the fear of what skinny me would be and would it change my, like will it become the, a thing that I hold on to so much that if something happened and I got fat again, then I'd have an issue. You know what I mean? So I've been doing a lot of like that. That's the mental work where it is healthy and it's good. But then like, I don't know that I know how to be skinny. And I'm scared because nowadays when I look in the mirror, I'm just like, oh my God, I can actually see like there's actual, you know, when you can see yourself be skinny, you're not being told. It's just like, I'm actually skinny. Oh my God, what am I going to do with this version of myself? Because I know what to do with the other version. Like, how do we dress her? Knowing that now we've done the mental work where we're not just buying clothes to fit or to do. It's like, what makes her happy? How are we, you know, that kind of thing, like trying to enter that space again, I think is how... Why do you have to separate them though? Um, It feels like, um, it's not separating them. It feels like I'm learning this version of me because I've never been her. So it feels new. It feels like I'm meeting a, a new me. So in my head, I've never been skinny. So now it's just like, hi, how are you? I don't know what to do with you. I know what to do with the other version of me. But this version I've never met. So what does this, like, who are we? Um, How do we love her? What does she need? Because then... Um, what does love look like for a skinnier version of me? Because is it dressing a certain way? Is it a different thought? You know, because when you're fat, you think about how will I dress? What will people think? Blah, blah, blah. I don't know what this version of me needs from me. And that's why it feels like not necessarily a separate person. A new, it's like an introduction to a new version. So it's learning the new version in the space that I'm in currently with fitness and mental health. Year. Year. So, um, I also wanted to know. Uh, what advice or 
actually what misconceptions have you had or myths surrounding body image and fitness that you feel should be debunked or cancelled like what is a thought that you've had said so many times and you want to be like fuck that shit it's the first time i've cast guys i'm so proud of myself lies <laughs> lies this what do you mean even in the same episode why the fuck you lie this oh i said why you always <laughs> i didn't say that wonga yeah. run the tapes yeah run the roll tapes. them actually DJ. tell her bring it tell back twine it back yeah Anyway. So sorry, you said how? Are what are some misconceptions around, or myths around body image and fitness that you think should be debunked? Like you wish you could go and be like, "This is a lie," based on your journey. Mm. Personally, I wish I like could have separated the two earlier. Like I feel like I was sold. Uh, I. I then again grew up in the early 2000s where we are being sold thin eyebrows and <laughs> ass and like <laughs> yeah skinny Actually, skinny skinny yeah has big changed. boobs yeah. Lorraine's jeans you know what I mean Yuck. and now it's all like BBLs and like lipo in the waist you know what I mean so um because of that I was sold that in order to be fit or to have a positive body image, you have to look that certain way. And for me, I almost thought that. Cornelius. Did you hear that yawn? He's so dramatic. dramatic. That's a yawn. He said, wow. He said, ah. I have to let him out, guys. Sorry. Uh, Commercial break. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. Um... But yeah, so I feel like fitness became that if you're working out and working out enough, then you're going to have that skinny body. And now that I'm older, obviously, I realize that fitness comes in all shapes and sizes. Some people can be so fit, their quads, their thighs are just like defined, you know what I mean? But she's a size like 10, 11, 12, 13. I don't know why mm. I gave it in those kinds of sizes, but yeah, like, you know what I mean. I know the number sizes. <laughs> that, that's, that's what I was number. thinking. <laughs> I thought he was gonna say that, but I was like, no one will get. But yeah, I gave fashion yeah, nova we sizes. Get, we get it. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So fitness comes in all shapes and sizes. Yum, Jawan. Um, I think for me. I don't know that there's a specific one I can think of off the top of my head. Maybe like BMI. I think in my early college days, I think we were learning a lot about BMI, even from a school perspective. Um, So to then become an adult or research later in life and just be like, I mean, that thing was developed with only white men, you know, like in mind. So there's so many other factors pertaining to health mathematicians even you know and even it's yeah it's a mathematical equation yet there's so many people i know who would be like heartbroken to discover that based on this calculation i am obese um but really when you and they're making you do it in school fam exactly 
Yeah, even yeah, even in high school and PE, we used to have to <laughs> do uh, BMI. So I think <laughs> the thing I would say is what, like, where, how? Imagine. I think it's just an understanding that some of these measures are not created with uh, an African perspective or even women you know and and it's a lot of healthcare things that are not considered with women you know the samples the research were all conducted just purely on men so i think the thing i would say is while i don't know the details uh like now i can't tell you the scientific reasons other than that it's a mathematical equation what i would encourage people to do is like do some research about the decisions you're making as far as your health, your nutrition, your fitness. Um, and, and that's why I love what the guys we're working with now because they can see, you know, like your form is wrong or based on this pain you're feeling here, maybe this is what you need to adjust. It's, it's not like a rush for gains, you know, just to do stuff, to do stuff. Um, and even like listening to podcasts, like it's just maybe about a month ago that one of our friends put me on to like this um, podcast episode that was talking about even how your menstrual cycle affects like the food you eat, your protein intake, you know, like the kind of workouts you should the be doing even based on that. Yeah. And I think there's just like a lot more information that we can be taking in. Um, and who knows, even maybe 10 years from now, even those ones will be told were some mathematical equation. But I think if you're coming at it from a place of knowledge or seeking some kind of, um, I mean, sources to back up the stuff, then I think you're in a better place regardless. Yeah, that's my thought. First of all, realizing that women have like different phases and trying to figure that out based on that is already steps ahead of what the fuck exactly. BMI is. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The fact that you can't have yeah. one science thing across the board for sexes. Like women have yeah. their own thing, but yeah, that makes sense. For me, it would be that gym people are not mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, because <laughs> I feel like when you're in the gym, you're so busy doing whatever the hell you need to do that you don't care about one who's watching you, how it looks like it's just so much work. What's happening in your head. You're just like, I need to do this dumb burpee. I don't have time to check if you wore the right clothes or, but you know, I don't have, that's, that's why I have beef with people trying to correct my form who are not coaches. Yeah. Cause like, <laughs> why are you in my business? I'm like, exactly. Are you not working out? Yeah. And if you're those type of people, you need to go and do home workouts because we don't want you in the gym. You're destroying it. For us. You need <laughs> I thought you just said that gym people like, are not mean. If you found yourself. You're telling people to go home. Yeah, I'm just like, no, because you see sometimes, no, because sometimes they come and they're like. She is the oh, mean you know girl. <laughs> She's the drama. No. I'm not the drama. I'm trying to chase the drama because I'm just like, if you're going to look at someone and be like, I think you can lift heavier. Are you their coach? No then shut up, please. It's not your job, okay? Keep your accountant job. Talk to people at your desk about it. Don't tell me about it. If you're not my coach, I don't want to hear from you. Oh, wow. 
Wow. <laughs> she's decided today Karen she's is an assistant. Oh, way. not not an assistant. What did she say? Accountant. Karen is an accountant, okay? Accountant. And if it's Karen, she's probably the accountant's PA. Don't tell me about what my form is. Oh, my God. Like, don't come at people. Don't come at people okay. in the gym. Don't make it... Don't make the gym an uncomfortable place for people. That's what I'm saying. It's meant yeah. to be for vibes. Okay. If you are not a vibe, okay. cancel yourself. <laughs> or we <may> cancel you. <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Guys, <laughs> let us know about your fitness journey, your um, image on your body. Like, how has that changed? What is it that influenced how you see yourself? How have you gone through that? What does that look like for you? Um, and as always, you can find us where she come through it to you. Let them know. <laughs> oh, pressure, pressure, pressure. You we can find us on all socials at OKKiasi. That is O-K-A-Y-K-I-A-S-I. Um, if you do not want us to see your socials, you can send us an email at OKKiasi at gmail.com. It has been a pleasure. Thank okay. you for joining us on this episode and as always i am shingo i'm yam and i'm gadoni this has been okay kiasi thank you thank you thank you we'll see you next time bye, bye. bye.